You're listening to the Can-Am Infection with Tony Jackson and Jan Christofferson. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Remember, you punks. I call you a punk. And I'm awesome! Let's get ready to rumble! You gon' get got. Rest in peace. Oh, yeah! Where do you come from? None of your business. The Rock is going to do to you exactly what he does best, and that's lay the smack down on your candy ass! He owes you face to put the Rock with you. The bottom line is, and this is the most serious thing, I've ever said to the public in my entire life. All right, how's everybody doing tonight? Uh, welcome back to the Can-Am Infection. Your weekly dose of wrestling infotainment or entertainment or however you want to put it. Um... Interesting stuff happened this week in all the various corners of wrestling. We'll be going over a lot of that, as well as our now pretty much regular Raw recap that we do in-depth. Um, we're going to jump all into that. we got a pretty big show for you this evening. Uh, however, I guess we should introduce ourselves, just in case you're not aware of who is, in fact, doing this podcast. Um, I am Tony. I am on the southern end of the United States. And hi there, everybody. It's Jan from British Columbia. All right. In case you are not aware of the uh, format, he is the can in can, uh, can am. Uh, I am the am. So we have two different uh, viewpoints from all across North America. Um, however, I wanted to go ahead and kind of fire it off to Jan tonight because he's got a whole boatload of wrestling news for us. So I want to go ahead and let him just take the floor and uh, regale you with all the things that are happening in the world of wrestling. Well, uh, let's get the biggest news out of the way right now, and that is that uh, Ken Anderson and Mickey James have apparently left TNA. Yeah, um, yeah. the The Mickey James thing was kind of known, but the Ken Anderson thing had had not yet been verified, and it's been pretty much reported now that indeed his his match this uh, not this past week, but the week before was his last match in TNA. He's gone. He's he's done with the company. Mm-hmm. Um. I, Ken Anderson has been really kind of hit or miss the last couple of years in TNA, yeah. so I'm not really sure if his leaving is a huge, you know, detriment to the the company. Um, but Mickey James is doing really well as a knockout champ. Yeah, she was over as a heel. She had a new character, uh, doing really well, and she just up and dropped it to ODB this past week, and she's done. She's she's no longer the champ, and she's out of the company, so TNA's been doing a lot of releases, and a lot of contracts have been coming up, and... Yeah, I've been been... noticing. We've got Mm -hmm. uh, Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff's contracts are also coming up soon. Yeah, and that'll be a big thing to see, because uh, in case you haven't been watching TNA, 
Hogan is pretty much one of the center points of the entire Federation right now. He's he's the guy who's in charge. And for him to leave, I mean, again, I don't know if it'll be a huge detriment because he hasn't been there a lot, but he does bring star power. And if you hate the guy, he is, you know, the most well-known wrestler in the world. And he's also, like I said, a big you know thrust of the storyline. So I'm not really sure what TNA is doing right now. I don't know if they're just having money problems. Um, I'll, I'll wait and see if Jan uh, has this in his news bites. But there's also something else about TNA. Oh. Um, uh, did you do you have that they're thinking about uh, looking for a permanent site again and quitting the road shows? Uh, no, actually, I haven't. Yeah, they're uh, <clears throat> they're thinking about giving up the. Uh, touring events and just going back to kind of like what they used to do when they were in uh, Universal Studios. Oh, I see. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're... I don't know if they're broke or if uh, Daddy with uh, Panda Energy is just saying, no more money, Dixie. So... <laughs> hmm. As far as I know, Panda's a pretty big company. It's kind of like uh, TBS with Turner. Turner didn't, like, drop WCW because he couldn't pay for it. He was just tired of paying for it. Hmm. So... So I don't know. Well, we'll see. I don't know. Well, he 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 was tired of paying for it. And he also got bought out. He also accepted a buyout from another company. So, but yeah, lots of weird things with TNA. Uh, what else we got on the news pipe uh, to, this week? Uh, there has been speculation that William Regal is going to take over JR's duties in WWE. Oh, so there's gonna be like like talent relations and all that stuff. Yeah, it looks that way. Hmm. I could think of worse people to do it. So, um. Regal's an old hand. I've always liked Regal's matches. Um, okay, I won't lie. When he was Lord Steven Regal in WCW, I thought he was an asshole. But yeah, I don't. I, I don't have a problem with Regal, and you know, he he is a very uh, old school type guy. He's been around the block a while. He's been in WWE for a long time. Oh yeah. Um, ever. I mean, even before WCW collapsed, he went there. Um, like, yeah, I'd say, like, right near the end of the Attitude Era. So, <clears throat> you know, yeah, I don't think that's a bad thing at all. So, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm down for that. Okay. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, well, for anybody that watched the uh, season finale or half-season finale of Total Divas, you will have probably seen Natalia's cat Gizmo that was joining her for her wedding. Well, uh, the sad news from last week is that Gizmo had passed away on Wednesday. Aww. I, I can't have sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, from what people were saying, I'm, I'm, I was not very familiar with Gizmo. Yeah. We, we were not friends. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but apparently the cat wasn't that old. Yeah. So maybe it, would, it just got sick or something like that. Um. <clears throat> I am I'm aware that uh feline leukemia is uh pretty horrible and can uh, and affect a cat at any age, so I mean our hearts go out to Natalia. Again, I know she doesn't really probably know who we are or anything, it is the internet. But uh still, all that considered, you know, and it's always horrible when a pet dies, so, you know. Hopefully hopefully it wasn't won't uh affect her too much, so Um, did you uh see the other kind of big training news? Uh, yes, yes, let's see here. Yeah, WWE is looking to uh, hire former talent now to be trainers at their performance center. And uh, did, you, 
Did you hear about who they hire back? Uh, yeah, so far Nick Dinsmore, a.k.a. Eugene, has been rehired, and uh, yeah, he's become a trainer. Yeah, um, I'm actually kind of excited for that, because while a lot of our listeners who may be just more casual fans are, of course, familiar with you know Eugene, you know, the uh, sometimes controversial, sometimes just funny character who was mentally uh, handicapped, obviously people know that he was not. But uh, Eugene Dinsmore is actually a really good wrestler. He was a he was actually a pretty big name at OVW before he came up to the main roster. Mm. And um, yeah, I'm yeah you know I'm I'm hoping he can impart some of his wisdom. So yeah, that's not a bad thing either. Yeah, there was word they uh, reached out to Rob Conway as well, but he declined their offer because he didn't want to relocate to Florida. Huh. Well, Rob Conway's actually been doing modestly well in the Indies. Yeah, he has. So, I mean, yeah. And last time he was in WWE, his last gimmick was, you know, look at me. <laughs> Just look at me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I can't really blame him, I guess. But it is more money. But, you know, eh, you know it's whatever the wrestler or talent wants. So mm. That's kind of cool, though, that they actually reached out to him. Um, any other interesting news bits we got? Oh, lots of, like, well, here's another weird one. It was reported earlier last week that Sunny was on Facebook. Uh, she had reported that she got mugged. And then there was something about her huh. planning to adopt a child from Cambodia. Um, odd, but... Um, Not sure with her legal troubles in the past that she would probably get one. <laughs> well, true, because it turns out later on Friday she admitted to making the whole thing up just to screw dirt sheets. Mm. Yeah, the last thing I heard about Sunny before this was her infamous Under the Sheets with Sunny. Yes. Anybody who doesn't know about that, she was at a con, and for for $75... $75, people, seriously. Yeah. Um, she would uh, dress in not very revealing lingerie, I'll give her that at least. But you would go to a hotel, uh, well, it was in a hotel. You would go to a hotel room in the hotel, and she would pose with you if you were, like, spooning her or, you know, like, laying next to her. Like, you know, you and her had just had a wild <laughs> night of having fun. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> really funny on the on the wrestle crap boards they uh posted a picture of like all the people who uh were involved in and she, she actually got a pretty decent number i think there was nine or ten guys nine or ten very sad lonely men <laughs> and <laughs> it was really funny most of them looked you know like you would expect you know kind of like yeah i paid 75 dollars but there was one guy his face he just looks so ashamed it's like that moment had hit him like right then it's like when he was doing it he was fine but like a moment of clarity came through, and he's like, "Oh God, my family's going to see this." <laughs> so, sunny, sunny, sunny. Um, she is, she is a train wreck and a half. But of course, yeah. Okay, well, moving on. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so we have Daniel Bryan versus Randy Orton and Alberto Del Rio taking on RVD, and these matches are now official for Battleground. Yes. Um, this is, I guess, a minor spoiler for SmackDown, but they made the stipulation for Del Rio RVD, and it's going to be a hardcore match. Uh-huh. Well, it's not too bad. I mean, you know, it is, uh, is acceptable, I guess. There... I, I, I still don't know what Battleground is supposed to be themed as. I, I don't know if it's just going to be, 
a pay per view. <laughs> it could be another version of Extreme Rules. Who knows? Yeah. Um, there has been a rumor going around that uh, Brian Orton will be an Iron Man match. That could be really good. That could be, yeah. Um, considering the last ones, they seem to be having like some timing issues. Yeah. Like, well, it was basically the content. They didn't have enough matches, I don't think. That that probably would be a good way to make sure that they, you know, you at least have an an hour filled, you know. So that that could be interesting, and I'm sure, I'm sure Daniel Bryan can go that long, and I'm sure Randy can go that long. I'm just wondering how interesting Randy can keep it up. I'm sure mm. Bryan might be doing some heavy lifting there in the middle. So. Okay. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Unico. He's back on the roster, uh, having been out of action for several months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was he was he hurt or was he let go and brought back or what? Uh, I think I heard something about an injury and then I heard something about his visa, but I can't be really sure on that. Uh, but yeah, oh. he's uh, back. He came back at a live event on the weekend and he's uh, teaming with Camacho again. I was about to say, is he back with Camacho? Yeah, because yeah. his last gimmick, he was kind of a kind of a Latino street thug kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, he would come down on a lowrider bike with Camacho. Okay. It, it looks silly. <laughs> okay, uh, tickets for WrestleMania 30 have been announced to go on sale November 16th at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And that's going to be in St. Louis, right? Uh, New Orleans. New Orleans, okay, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember the uh, Mardi Gras teasers they were having like after WrestleMania, so. Mm. The fire breathers and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> um, what other news we got? Okay, back in May and June, WWE went and hired five new models to become divas, and they were uh, sending them all to developmental contracts. And this, uh, in the last few days, Christina Vargas, who had not even performed in a match or been on TV even once, asked for her release. Wow! Uh, turns out that she finally got, you know, into the ring in August, and she started training, and she just thought, okay, this is not my passion, I prefer fitness and cooking, and she decided to go. Yeah, I mean, it's really funny, because, you know, a lot of people who don't really respect wrestling think, oh, yeah, it's fake, blah, 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 blah. It is really physically demanding. I mean, just because it's not an MMA fight where... You know, you're you know legit getting punched out every day. You're still doing very athletic things, and you still get hurt. I mean, you know, there are you know spots you take where it's still painful. You know, it's not like you know. I think you know Jr. said it best. You know, how the hell do you learn how to fall off a ladder? You know, and you know you still get hurt. And some people just can't handle it. Some people cannot deal with the. The constant, like, you know, it, it's, it, I would say it's not so much more of a debilitating pain all the time thing, but it's more along the lines of, you're just sore all the time. You're, you know, you're, <clears throat> you're going out there and you're working your butt off and you're running around, you're flipping around, you're, you know, taking occasionally some pretty hard hits, you know, sometimes those hits are, you know, kind of stiff mm. and it, it's not as... It you know I've always said it's scripted. Yes, they pick the winners and losers. They, they it's it's not you know a real competition as far as you know it's you know if CM Punk goes out to fight Daniel Bryan, 
they know who's going to win before they go out there. We know that. But they still have to put on a good show, and they still get beat up. So, I mean, not everybody can handle that. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, if anyone remembers uh, one of the more recent announcers for WWE, Tony Dawson, he has left the WWE. Hmm. I don't know if I remember him or not. Was he on TV often? I don't think I saw him. Uh, he did backstage interviews on NXT. You mm. might see him sometimes on SmackDown or Main Event. That would probably be why. I'm, I'm not a big follower of the two one-hour shows. Mm. Um, and SmackDown, he probably didn't show up hardly at all. And since Renee has seemingly been used more, that's, that's probably another reason why he was like, whatever. <laughs> Renee is cute, though, isn't she? Oh, yeah, she is. She's she's not hot. She's just really, really cute. <laughs> I mean, she is, she is hot in her own way, but I'm saying she's not like, you know, like... Your standard diva, like, you know, like, big old tits and fake and everything like that. She's just a cute little girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, WWE has been uploading a lot of full-length matches to their YouTube account in the last week. Um, I don't know, it's just fun to see them do this. Uh, some of the matches I've seen... Some of them are, like, pay-per-view matches, too, right? Yeah, uh, like, among a few here that I've seen the last uh, few days are the 1992 Royal Rumble match. Uh, Randy Savage versus Ted DiBiase from WrestleMania 4. We've got Rock Mankind from Survivor Series 98. Uh, Trish and Lita from Unforgiven 2006. We've got the, uh, the Triple H Undertaker Hell in a Cell match from WrestleMania. Um... You know, you got Brian versus Ziggler from Bragging Rights 2010. Uh, you've even got Daniel wow. Bryan's first NXT match against Chris Jericho on there. That's most recent. Wow, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, I, I like the the variety. That's pretty that's pretty decent of them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, because for a long time, I'm sure our listeners are aware of this. Even if you are a casual fan, if you go to the YouTube channel, by and large, a lot of the content is more entertainment based. It's you know segment shows and you know like emails from the fan that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah and, and not bad by any stretch of imagination some of them are actually you know funny and entertaining but <clears throat> it's nice to see they're actually putting wrestling content up there too mm-hmm. all right uh let's see here decided right back should take on a jobber again i don't really know why they decided to go with this um, he went by the neck, uh, the name Nick Nardone, but it turns out that he was actually OVW heavyweight champion Yaman Olivencia. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I know the, uh, I was going to point this out. I forgot to, uh, I think last Raw or maybe SmackDown, the, the smiling guy who was really excited that he kind of punked out. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, he was actually a ROH wrestler and a Chikara wrestler. In Chikara, he was known as uh, Archibald Peck. Mm. Um, Archie Archie. <laughs> <laughs> Chikara has weird gimmicks. Sorry, folks. And in ROH, he was known as uh, the uh, the barrister, uh, R.D. Evans. Mm. He, was, uh, he was a manager type. He uh, managed Tommaso Ciampa for a while, and then he... Uh, last time I saw him, he was a manager for QT Marshall. Uh, excuse me, QT Marshall. Uh, 
and uh, he wrestled a little bit too. He, he's a pretty good hand. He's he's nothing amazing, but he, he is actually a wrestler. So it wasn't just some guy they they picked off the street and said, "Here, we're gonna have Ryback punk you out." So. <laughs> But yeah, I guess they're just wanting to reestablish Ryback because he did his credibility to kind of take a hit with uh, the whole Cena thing. Mm. He get his butt kicked rather uh, handily. <laughs> when you get thrown through an ambulance, you kind of have to rebuild your badass, you know, points. Okay, uh, let's see. The last bit of news really is just a shout out on some of the wrestling birthdays of this week. Yeah, uh, on Monday, Matt Hardy had a birthday. He turned thirty-nine. Uh, let's see. On Tuesday, Stephanie McMahon, she turned 37. Really? Only 37? Only 37. She's been on TV so much. Like, not, I'm not saying, like, the past few months. I'm saying, like, you know, she was so young when she, like, became an on-screen persona. It's just amazing that she's only 37. Uh, today was Jimmy Garvin's birthday, if you remember him. He turned 61. Gorgeous Jimmy Garvin, yeah. Yep. Uh, on Saturday, we got Steve Blackman. He's turning 50. Wow. And on Thanks. Sunday, we've got uh, Tajiri and uh, also the cat, and they're both turning 43. Huh, Tajiri's still rather young, too. Yeah. I, you just, like I say, you see these guys perform for so long, and, you know, you just... You kind of forget how young they were when they started. Like, I mean, Jericho's only in his 40s, and that's just because he started when he was like 17. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Uh, happy birthday to all you uh, current wrestlers and retired wrestlers. That's that's mainly retired guys who are on that list. So um, hopefully you're enjoying your retirement. Those guys who are still in the indies are like uh, Tajiri. I think Tajiri still wrestles. He either wrestles or is he's uh, like an owner of uh, a, a Japan federation. or uh, I think both. Like, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, you guys are still wrestling. Keep going out there and doing what you love. Uh, guys who are retired, hope you're enjoying your retirement, and thanks for all the years of entertaining us. Mm-hmm. So, uh, any other interesting news bits of information? Uh, no, that covers the news. All right, cool, cool, So, cool. Uh, now we can move on to, I don't know, um, do you have anything else for TNA or ROH? or um... uh, TNA? Uh, TNA this past week. It's kind of more of the same. Bully Ray's doing his Bully Ray thing. Um, I guess the biggest thing about TNA this past week, for people who do enjoy the show, uh, was they, they're, they're kind of giving AJ Styles pipe bomb segments now, mm. where he goes out and he you know, you know know talks about the business. And this past show, he uh, pretty much called out Dixie Carter, you know, and, and it was a lot of the stuff that people say online about Dixie, like she can't run a business, she's... <laughs> You know, clueless. She doesn't know what she's doing and stuff. And what do you know? Dixie comes out and heel turn. I heard. Yes. <laughs> yep. She uh, she basically told AJ, and it was, it was like deja vu all over again. They, you know, he was not like one of the top talents anymore. Um, it was kind of Daniel Bryan esque. You know, like you're a B plus. You know, <laughs> but uh. Probably the big difference is, you know, she did acknowledge that he used to be a bigger star, but he just hasn't been bringing it lately. So, you know, that was interesting. Uh, uh, of course, if anybody doesn't know, AJ was your winner for the Bound for Glory series, and he's going to be facing uh, uh, Bully Ray at Bound for Glory. So he's he's going to be challenging him. Uh, that'll be interesting to see. Um, 
trying to think of anything else of any import. Uh, like I said, Mickey James. We already said Mickey James is gone. Uh, King Ken, Ken Anderson was not on the show this week as last week he got uh, beat down heavily by Bully Ray, and he that was his last match for the show. Um, anything else off the top of my head? Uh, Chris Sabin pulled a heel turn this past week. Uh, formerly a world champ for a cup of coffee. Um, <laughs> he, uh, has, he was kind of vocal the last couple of weeks about how he's been treated and like how he, he got screwed out of the world title and yada, 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 yada. This week during a match, uh, Manic and Jeff Hardy were fighting and Saban proceeded to run in and start beating down on Manic. So, uh, uh, another interesting thing is they are addressing the fact that Sabin and Velvet Sky are uh, going out in real life, and Velvet seems to be kind of in the middle. I don't know if she's going to start playing a Miss Elizabeth role where the fans still love her because she wears really tight pants, but <laughs> <laughs> but she's also aligned with Sabin because that's you know that's her man and stuff. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Ring of Honor, the uh, championship. Uh, title tourney is still going on on TV. I'm not sure if it's done in real life because ROH is kind of like TNA. They do tape a lot of shows. Um, and when I say tape a lot of shows, they'll they'll do like three or four in one night. Um, let's see, I'm trying to think of who won this past week. I think Ciampa won and uh, Steen won. And yeah, they're just kind of keeping on trucking. Uh, interesting thing on the broadcast booth uh, Kevin Kelly's always there. He's he's one of the uh, main commentators. But instead of uh, Steve Carino, um, we have the oh, I'm trying to remember his name because I don't. He he was a wrestler and he was a a uh, kind of a manager for a while. Let's see, I'll just pull up ROH real quick and find it. Prince Nana. That's that's his name. So he's our new guy on the uh, color booth, Prince Nana. And, yeah, it was a good show. Um, I don't know if uh, Matt Hardy's coming back or not. I don't know if he just had a limited run. But hopefully he comes back because he was doing really well in ROH. I really enjoyed his uh, run in ROH. So, um, yeah, but that's pretty much ROH and uh, TNA news. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that may be TNA-related as far as news. I don't think so. I think that's pretty much it. Um then I guess we go to, to <laughs> as we call it now, uh, SmackDown. <laughs> well, it, it wasn't that actually, bad. Actually, you liked it this week. Yeah, you liked it this week. Yeah, I actually caught uh, almost the entire show, and uh, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, this was this was the big, uh, it was interesting. It was, it was supposed to be the big payback episode for all the faces running in last time on Raw. Yeah. But in a weird twist. Triple H wasn't happy about that. Yeah, uh, for those that didn't see it, basically, uh, Vicky came out at the start of the show and she was, you know, enforcing her opinion of Daniel Bryan and thinking that he was all in on the WWE title match. And, you know, then she brought up everybody that tried to help him on Raw and said, okay, I'm going to put all of you guys against the Shield, but in an, a 10 on 3 gauntlet match. <laughs> Uh, kind of brutal. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, it was the third or fourth match of the night, and it started out, uh, as you can expect, with squash after squash after squash. Uh, you had Darren Young get taken out in just a mere 41 seconds, and this isn't one-on-one. This is one-on-three. 
<laughs> yeah, it was ten people, but they had to go in one at a time against the whole shield. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Titus went down after about another minute ten, and then Ziggler and Kingston, and then finally you got RVD out there. And this is where it started to take a turn, because as soon as RVD got the upper hand, Triple H's music hit, he came out, he stopped the match, he seemed really ticked off at Vicky, saying, you know, what are you doing, and got her to go backstage with him. Yeah, it, it was something along the lines of, like, he was saying this is going to cause, like, chaos, and, you know, the entire roster is going to be rioting against us, and, you know, yeah, this is a horrible, horrible idea. You know, yeah. we want our superstars to be safe, they need to be in a competitive environment, not this, and so, you know, she just says, okay, get Brian and the Usos together, put them against the Shield for our main event, and, yeah. you know, it went from there, and, um... Then later on, you got Zack Ryder and Justin Gabriel, who are also going to be part of that gauntlet. And they went and saw Triple H, and, um, you know, they wanted some healthy competition as well. So he says, okay, go to the ring, I'll find you some competition, and out came the Wyatt family. <laughs> <laughs> and they're very healthy competition. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, yeah. ultimately, even throughout all the chaos of the day, um, Brian and the Usos, they came out on top in the end. Yeah, which is, 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 you know, breaking the, the standard, you know, lately. You know, it seems like uh, the faces are getting their chances to come up and not just getting the crap beat out of them. So and, that's, not, that's never a bad yeah, thing. And now that leads us into Raw. <laughs> yep, this Raw uh, we go to, uh, just for a quick thing, I am not very familiar with this gentleman, and, you know, I apologize. But uh, Mr. Man... Uh, Gave a shout out to Angela Savaldi, mm. and he was a gentleman who was a um, old school guy. Let's put it this way: he's he's this old school. When he died, he was the age of ninety nine. Yeah. So, I'm not very familiar with him. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I am. Uh, but that was pretty classy. I like that. Mm. So, so. Um, then we start the show proper. Yes. Yep. 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 Um. Get get you know get your whole uh, recap real quick. Uh, as we said last week, Daniel Bryan got the title stripped off of him because Triple H said Scott Armstrong did a three count, and Scott Armstrong was like, you know, the jig is up, Daniel. Um, <laughs> brilliant acting, brilliant acting. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, that's that's what set the set the tone for last week. And at the end of the show, um, if you heard my incredibly enthusiastic shouting. Uh, the faces actually ran out and grew a set and uh, helped out Daniel Bryan from getting beat down by Randy Orton in the Shield. So, guess who's on the stage right now? All of them, yes. <laughs> All those guys. Um, so, that you, you have to wonder what's going to happen. So, why, why wait? Here comes Trip Triple H and Steph. Yeah. Yep. Uh, interestingly, uh, after they did a little bit of pandering to the, the crowd and whatnot, yeah. uh, they actually gave them credit for stepping up. In their own, like, condescending way, but still. Yeah, that tone of voice, like, you know, they're screwing with everybody. Yeah, but it was just weird that they went that route instead of, yeah. like, you know. But, you know. Um, they they tried to play it off that it wasn't about Debray, that they were just, you know... Being men or whatever, but uh, RVD was like, no, it was totally about Daniel. 
was like you you screwed him over and all that good stuff and it it was pretty funny. Uh, RBD made an interesting remark that uh, he thought superstars always fought to try to get to the championship, not to fight for the champion. Which eh, kind of interesting point. Yeah. But uh, you know, then he, he goes through the list. You know, after RBD has his say, he, he he asked Dolph what he was doing. You know, if he was fighting for Brian or you know what. And then they ask Truth and, you know, Ryder if they think they sh- they could be champion or if they want to be champion. And, you know, it basically comes down to, again, kind of making, you know, that point about Vicky. They're like, you know, it's because of the Shield, you know. Mm-hmm. And they actually acknowledge that the Shield's been beating the crap out of everybody for a really long time. Indeed. Um, which, this is even before the whole new corporation thing started. I mean, the shield has really not had a major loss since they debuted last year. You know, they've lost a few matches here and there, but you know, they lost the other titles and their losses seem to be forgotten within a week's time. Yeah. So, I mean, they've, they've been very, very strong. So, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, they, uh, they went in the, they went with uh, a route that we saw with SmackDown in that they made another big handicap match, but Stephanie made it a little bit different this week. Uh, for one, it was going to be 11-on-3, uh, with uh, the faces getting the addition of Daniel Bryan in their corner, and this time, instead of a gauntlet match, it would be an elimination match. But at the same Yeah, everybody against everybody at one time. But then at the same time, they decided to throw in a little propaganda and say that, you know... Daniel Bryan's full of himself, he only cares about himself, and he doesn't care about any of you, and they're basically just trying to stir the pot so that everyone turns on him. Yeah, they're trying to make him seem like a jackass, basically. And ultimately, that didn't work, but, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that, that, that pretty much was going to be our uh, our big main event for this uh, evening, which it, it still is. Um, oh, uh, I think I should note that... Uh, this week's Raw took place in Chicago, mm-hmm. so um, yeah. If you if you're if you're not a regular viewer, whenever they go to Chicago and Punk is not injured, he's going to be the most over guy of the night. So yeah, even with Debray being a big face and he got good pops, Punk's still going to be the most over guy of the night. It's the Chicago thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was a weird opening. It wasn't bad. Um, Triple H and Stephanie seem to be doing this really weird mind thing. Yeah. Where originally they were just, you know, straight up jackasses. And now they're kind of going with this very condescending and just, you know, it, it, they're no longer just playing straight, like, you know, evil heels. Like, we're putting you in this match because I'm evil. I'm Triple H. It's like. <laughs> I'm putting you in this match because I feel good competition is what we need. And what really fosters good is, like, really, you know, just talking down to people like they're idiots. But anyway. Well, um, yeah, speaking of that, uh, <laughs> yeah, then Trip, uh, Stephanie was setting up a uh, a match for Orton where the uh, WWE Universe had to go and text or do whatever with the WWE app, you know. When, yeah. Whenever the app is brought up, everyone's like, what the hell is that and how do you use it? That, that's yeah. that's the running joke. 
But yeah, the whole thing was Orton had to face off against either Dolph Ziggler, Rob Van Dam, or R-Truth, and uh, they went on and on for a couple of minutes about how to do that. Uh, no one really cared, but... <laughs> yeah, it just got kind of bleh. Yeah. So, you know, of course, after we have an uh, announcer FaceTime, uh, we got JBL, Lawler, and uh, Mike, uh, Michael Cole, as usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have our first match, and... Alberto so we... Del Rio... <laughs> Kofi with the jobber entrance. Yes. <laughs> Didn't get his music, but he was on stage, so I mean, mm. you know, it, not not too, you know, too surprising, but um not a bad match. I mean, yeah. Kofi Kofi, you know, Kofi is Kofi. He's usually pretty entertaining, you know. Um Yeah, and on top of that, this was kind of the start of where you like you see that big 11 on 3 match they just announced and then all of a sudden here's Kofi Kingston in the first match of the night and you're thinking okay, this is what they're doing. They're trying to soften up most of the other teams so that S.H.I.E.L.D. has a better chance. Yeah. Because even after that segment, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s all looking at each other like, what the hell did they just announce that we're going to be part of? How do we have a chance here? And, well, here you go. Here's Kofi in the first match, and, yeah, he loses by submission. Um, Yeah, I guess his arm in the uh, cross arm bar. um, Interesting thing I I did want to note... um, since we are talking about my favorite wrestler, Del Rio. <laughs> God, I love that man. Um, well, Kofi, you know, got cheers and stuff, and people were fine with him. They were not as nice to ADR. There was definitely some boredom chants, like, as far as they are like, doing ole, 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 ole at certain points. Um, ADR is just not that over. People are bored of him, and... I uh, I mean I I kind of don't want RVD to be the champion for random reasons I don't really know why, but in the bigger scheme of things he'd be so much better than ADR. Yeah, like I don't know where this match will go uh, at the pay per view. Um, sure, it's a hardcore match. It'll probably be better than what they had at Night of Champions. Um, I've heard that Rob's taking a little bit of time off after. Yeah, I must say. His his contract was actually very short term. Yeah, and they're not they're, they're and he hasn't totally he hasn't resigned yet. But he also has not you know he hasn't flatly said he's not resigning. So so yeah, I don't know. Um, See what happens. But yeah, but yeah, as as Jan said, they they set the tone for the night with you know, haha, we screwed the shield, and then it's like not really, you know. <laughs> so... So you have that. Uh, speaking of short cuteness, uh, Renee Young's in the back mm-hmm. <laughs> with Miz. Who <laughs> looked like he got hit in the head with a hammer. He's just like <laughs> staring in the distance. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, Miz has uh, been having a rough go of it because I think people are kind of tired of his face stick. And on the other flip side, it is Chicago, so they're they're just going to hate on him. Um, he gets booed a little bit, but uh, in case you forgot, Miz got beat down last week by Orton. Uh, he got beat down pretty good <laughs> in front of his family and everything else. So he, he's all pissing vinegar, and he's like, you know, well, Randy Orton tonight. And Triple H is like, you know, no. no. <laughs> like, not going to happen. We'll make you do Miz TV instead. Yeah, we're going to punish you and the audience. And the- um, <laughs> and even better, his uh, guest is Big Show, Big Show, the the incredibly frustrated uh, giant. So yeah, 
Yeah, that'll end well, I'm sure. Oh, uh, there's a show. Uh, trucks along. We go. We go to uh, some footage of the uh, whole uh, Cody Rhodes and basically the whole Rhodes family yeah. angle with uh, Stephanie and Trips, mm-hmm. and it pretty much ends with Dusty taking a KO from Big Show, which was last week. Um, yeah, in case you're not wondering where this, in case you're wondering where this is going, if it's going to turn out good, well, I'm not going to say anything, but you might be a little happy later. Oh yeah. Um, um, <laughs> a little bit more hype for the uh, Lebanon three handicap match, and then yeah, <laughs> we're coming. Tag team <laughs> match. Here. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, so the family. In case you don't know, that's that's the Wyatt family entrance. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's their thing. Uh, they get the PTP. Yeah, and it was a decent match. It was. I'm not sure about. Uh, I'm not sure if this is because of the eleven on three match or if uh, the primetime players are on a downswing now. But it seems like they're starting to lose again. Well, yeah. I know. But yeah, yeah. It's 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 still early. Like I said, this could be just for the eleven on three. Mm-hmm. So. So, but yeah, no millions of dollars. No millions of dollars. Um, <laughs> Interesting though, the the Wyatt family again is getting cheers here and there. Yeah. Um, it's not incredibly loud. It's not like the whole arena is booing the primetime players or anything. But the Wyatts, they definitely have that. Little, I, I would say that the people who really really like like them and cheer for them are the same people who like Undertaker or Kane. And it doesn't matter if Kane's a face or a heel or if Undertaker's face or a heel, they're going to cheer for him. They just like the creepy characters. Yeah. You know, that's just that's just their thing. So their atmosphere, the way they play the role, they're just entertaining. Yes, yes. Oh yeah, they're definitely good. I mean, they they definitely deserve all the hate or love they get. They they do their do their thing very well. So I'm not gonna in all in any way say that they don't deserve it. So um, what else we got coming up here? I'm actually going a little bit off of Jan's results because I did watch <laughs> the show, but it's been a couple of days. So. Well, next up really was just Ms. TV, and uh, if you want the short version, because we don't want to bore you with Ms., uh, basically, Big Show came out, he got pissed off, he said, you know, everyone else is starting to man up, Big Show, it's your turn to do this, you gotta stand up for yourself, and then after bad-mouthing Stephanie a little bit, uh, out she comes. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> She's not happy, obviously. Yeah, she put Miz in her place, and then, you know, she just said, show, knock him out. And, unlike Dusty, show did it immediately, and just left the ring. Yeah, there was, like, no hesitation. Yeah. He was just like, I hate the Miz too, bang. It was short and sweet. <laughs> yeah. But um, oh man, uh, they hype uh, CM Punk coming back back home and stuff. So mm. uh, that and also just uh, of course it's just raw. We do a recap of what just happened. Um, however, though we're now to our um, I guess you would say our first hour main event. Yeah, Brandy Orton versus RVD, who won the poll. Oh uh, yeah, to no surprise, I'm sure. Yes. Well, yeah, we all wanted to see Orton versus Truth. I mean, come on. I know how amazingly entertaining would that be. So, um, again, Randy is still on his kick of trying to go back to his Viper persona, his uh, heck, even his Legend Killer persona, yeah. almost, where he's uh, crazy and psycho. He's not, you know, happy Randy anymore. You know, he's 
tired of being, you know, this this smiling, happy face, you know. So, you know, he uh, does a pretty good job beating the crap out of RVD. Yeah, pretty good match. And, uh, brutal. And again, yeah. and then again, RVD is in the 11 on 3, 11 on, uh, three match, yeah. so. And building it up again. Uh, but, yeah, it, so. it led to a double count out in the end after about 10 minutes. And, um, yeah, Orton just kept going and going and got more brutal to the point, you know, they need to stop get refs out there just try to calm it all down and... yeah probably the the highlight of the ma- the match was uh at one point well at the end near the end uh orton put uh rvd up for his uh always uh signature ddt but he put him on the top rope yeah and he laughed like a little girl almost when he did it like <laughs> <laughs> um just to kind of drive home how crazy he's gotten um it was good it, rvd I, you know people can say what they want about rvd but one thing that you cannot take away from the man he is willing to bump for anything he will take those really sick bumps so mm-hmm. gotta give that guy a little bit of credit um but yeah now that orton's pummeled him you got the top guy in uh, the main event he's all tuckered out and bruised and battered and yeah where are we gonna go from here <laughs> Uh, we're going to go to Los Matadores. Yes, they're finally debuting next week. Um, in case anybody doesn't know, it's Epico and Primo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they just go ahead and let the cat out of the bag. They, they got a new thing. I'm wondering if Rose is going to be with them. I doubt it. I've heard she isn't, but... Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, so. What are they going to dress her up as, the bull? <laughs> well, I was thinking maybe like a senorita, you know, like a long dress, and she can do like the little... Clacky things, the you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're gonna go stereotypical and slightly racist, why not go all the way? You know, <laughs> <laughs> go in, go in for a penny, go in for a pound. So, um, they 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 do the sad selling thing in the news, uh, the uh, commentary table. Uh, yeah. Red is hurt. You know, he's 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 messed up. We don't know if he, he's going to be able to. You know come out for the match later on so yeah and that brings us to orton backstage he uh he actually runs into the bella twins and he starts to gloat in front of brie about you know do you see what i just did you see me not care this is what i'm going to do to your goat face boyfriend yeah yeah and uh, apparently brie is playing the, the part of uh face and you know concerned for daniel instead of just being you know like whatever i don't care about him you know so so uh, I guess the Bellas are kind of faces now, um, probably because of Total Divas and the AJ thing. So yeah. Um, now we're going to, as I was talking about last week, Triple H's DVD. Yeah, we saw a little bit of footage from uh, his wedding with Stephanie and just bits and pieces. Um, yeah. A friend, of, a friend of mine made a good point on this. Is like they were wanting to sell this DVD, obviously, because I mean, you know, that's that's what they're you know mm. releasing it for. They want to make money off of it. Is it really a good idea to release a DVD that's like semi like face and you know like you know like I said weddings you know like very very you know supposedly feel good moments like Triple H rising to power when he's being such a dick <laughs> you know there's gonna be a lot of people who probably will buy it but there's gonna be a lot of people who are like screw that I don't want to buy it. I'm not gonna buy it yeah. I mean and it's it's not because of uh, Triple H now it's just there's been a lot of Triple H DVDs, and honestly, I'd rather see his matches if I want to watch them at all, and yeah. most of his good matches are on other compilation DVDs, so. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of uh, Superstar DVDs unless it's something really new, like CM Punk. He, he's only had one, and his was really good, so I, I'd rather do that. Yeah, I'm not really a big fan of the Superstar DVDs. I only have one, and that I got on a clearance. 
Uh, I think it was uh, three faces of Foley or something. Yeah, I, I'd much rather have like the more you know well round. Like the, I, I just bought the MSG DVD, which was which is pretty good. So, but uh, next up we have AJ. Yeah. yeah AJ's with Steph. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, apparently, Steph and AJ have a little bit of heat with each other. Yep. Steph does not like how AJ, you know, handles herself, and AJ doesn't like Steph because she's in her face. Mm-hmm. So. Um, re- really funny thing. I saw this online today. Um, apparently AJ twittered uh after the confrontation, and she was like, "When Steph got so close to me, I felt like I was having to write something in my dream journal." <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the it was kind of funny that like she said that. I was like, hmm. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, I guess the, her and Steph are not getting along. And again, that's that kind of weird thing where, like, Triple H and Steph have these certain people they don't like who are heels, and they take kind of this face stance, but by and large, they, you know, treat most of the faces like crap, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, they were getting in, in each other's faces, and AJ's like, you know, I don't have to compete in this match tonight, blah, 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 and Stephanie's like, well, you know, if you don't do it, you're probably not going to be champion much longer, so... That scared AJ enough to get out of the office and start prepping. Yeah, it's you know it's going to be a really rare day you're going to get one over on Steph or Triple H. So mm-hmm. um, now we are up to our whatever match. Um, <laughs> Fandango. Yeah, Fandango and Summeray and Santino Malella. Just a lot of accented names in this one. <laughs> so yeah, um, the match was there. Um, yeah. The only noteworthy thing is that for the second week in a row, Summer got chance. <laughs> yeah, people really like Summer. Um, and there's 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 a lot to like, so <laughs> can't really can't really uh, blame him. Uh, Santino got his, I think his first loss since coming back. Yeah, right? that was uh, surprising to see. Yeah, especially from Fan, Fandango. So, but at the same time, Fandango hasn't been winning a lot either. So I guess they figured they'd throw him a bone. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, next up, uh, hometown boy comes back. Yep. So we're gonna go through what happened with him and Paul Heyman. Uh, as of right now, technically, as far as the record books, Paul Heyman does have a win over CM Punk, and that's where the uh, current angle is with Ryback helping him out. And yeah, Punk's not too happy about it. He wasn't here last week because he was pretty much selling the uh, spear through the table that Ryback gave him at Night of Champions. So. But uh, CM Punk comes out, and he's got a Blackhawks jersey on because he's not stupid. He wants to get as many face pops as he can. Oh, there were plenty of them. Yeah, people Yeah, people in Chicago love CM Punk. It's his hometown. He, Even when he was a heel, he usually seems to speak very well of it. So. Mm-hmm. He's, he's just he's loved in that town, so you can't, you know, can't deny him that. So, But, uh, oh, uh, they announced Punk versus Ryback at Battleground. Yeah. Which don't know any stipulations right now, but you know, mm-hmm. we'll find out. Uh, we're eh, not really a pipe bomb mood this week, but we're doing a punk punk promo. He's uh, you know, he he, he kind of teased like you know how he's just like almost feels like he's just quit and give up, and then you know it's of course it's a, it's a you know false you know moment because he, he's not gonna quit. He pretty much comes pretty much real quick and says that 
it wasn't one for this town, the Blackhawks, and how they were in Game Seven, and da 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 da, da you know, and he's like, you know, pretty much building up Chicago and himself and everything. And nothing wrong with that. It was a good, good face promo, you know. Um, he uh, he he did, I guess, did a slight pipe palm thing. He uh, he did say something that was uh, uh sweary, cursy enough that it got bleep. So. <laughs> It's CM Punk, so, yeah, that's just how he is. But anyway, yeah, everybody, uh, you know, of course, is going crazy for him. And who comes out? Paul Heyman on a scooter. Yeah, he's on his hover-round or whatever you want to call He's also singing New York, New York, <laughs> just because Paul Heyman is a New York boy, so, yeah, da da uh, <laughs> Yeesh. Uh, Paul's doing what he does. He's... You know, pretty much screwing with CM Punk. And, you know, <laughs> Punk's getting more and more angry, more and more annoyed. There's a lot of uh, back and forth about Chicago. You know, of course, Paul's, you know, the heel. He's got to, like, make, you know, his disparaging remarks about the town that CM Punk's from. So, uh, walrus chants, of course. <laughs> but uh, Punk says, you know, if anybody makes a move towards CM Punk, do they need? Do they have enough time? Because it's going to take just two seconds to rip off Paul Heyman's face if he comes up that ramp. <laughs> and Paul's like, "Oh, yep, time for me to go." And the scooter apparently uh, didn't have enough charge on his battery. <laughs> yeah. And yep. So Punk's, uh, you know, smiling like a, you know. A kid on his birthday and runs up and Just as we expect, yep, yep, Ryback and Axel, who apparently is not in the doghouse, which is good, mm-hmm. uh, tackle Punk and started beating on him. Uh, this was full, um, full of really good sh- uh, spots, really. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, um, you know. Um, Punk threw Axel into the Titantron, and they just dove right off the stage into Ryback. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he was going crazy. I mean, he was going nuts. Uh, unfortunately, Ryback did kind of get the upper hand, uh, threw him on a crate, and then uh, pretty much threw him through one of the tables, one of the production tables. Mm-hmm. And that put Punk out. And, of course, to solidify his new gimmick, he smiled all cheesy and said, that's what happens to bullies. <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ryback doesn't like bullies. Yeah, they're they're not cool. Um, on the bright side, Paul Heyman did not kiss Ryback on the cheek. Um, or at least what we didn't see. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what happened in the back? Um, <laughs> uh, he got checked out by some medics, and of course, you know, he uh, got his his, his CM Punk chant. So, mm-hmm. but now we have. Um, our freaking schmoz of a match. Yeah, uh, the first of two big matches of the night, and this one had to be a 10 Diva tag, and in all honesty, why did they bother? But, um, yeah, this was Natalia, the Bella Twins, and the Funkadactyls up against AJ, Layla, Alicia Fox, Oksana, and Tamina, who made her return, finally. Yeah, she'd been gone for a little bit, so... And, yeah, yeah it's the... The moment you see a diva tag that that's this big, you just know it's going to be incredibly short. And indeed, it was. It was uh, 
less than two minutes long. You had maybe a grand total of four out of the ten divas in the match itself, and it ended with Brie getting the win. Yeah, and well, there you go. Uh, it, yeah, it was, it was quick. It was, it was what it was. So um, yeah, it it ended with Tamina uh, carrying AJ off, and uh, the other odd thing was that they actually had Nikki in full ring gear ready for the match and the moment i saw this i thought yeah she's not actually going to compete is she she's just there for show because we don't know how injured she still is and yeah she wasn't in the match yeah and i think that's probably why Bree's getting kind of a face push because as a duo they're really good as heels but usually when they're single they when they, they do single stuff they usually seem to go face i noticed that yeah so, you know, and that is what it was. Um, then we uh, go to S.H.I.E.L.D. and they're doing their uh, typical backstage and like a dark corner uh, type of promo. Yeah. And, you know, he's, you know, he's Am- Ambrose up first. And, you know, he's, he's pretty much doing the whole hounds and all that, talking about, like, you know, they, they chase the wolves and eat them alive <laughs> and, you know. They they even use what's best for business in their promo, which is just weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, it just made me laugh because Roman Reign, Roman Reigns, you know, whispered his "believe it" line, and I and then I just realized where I heard it from. Roman Reigns is Naruto. Um, <laughs> when he turns face, he's gonna stop whispering. He's gonna be like, "Believe it." <laughs> <laughs> It's an anime joke for you anime fans. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was that was their promo, so, you know, they're, they're not scurred. They ain't scurred of this. So. Um, so, yeah, this leads to our main event and uh, the highlight of the night, really. Uh, yeah, it was a big match. Yeah, well, first, you know, Daniel Bryan made his way out to the ring, and then uh, rather than have his partners follow him, we had the Shield come out first instead, and... Uh, it got interesting once they got to ringside. Yeah, yeah. It uh got like, you know, it seemed like for a minute it was going to be, oh, okay, so Dan Bryan's going to get jumped, all the guys who are hurt are not going to come out, and <clears throat> the jobbers are going to come out and get their butts kicked. Oh, wait, hold on. Two jackasses jump out of the frigging crowd and start beating on the shield. Oh, wait, they're not jackasses. It's Goldust and Cody. <laughs> yeah, and Goldust is in full makeup. Yeah, which is really weird. Does he like go to McDonald's like that? But um, <laughs> but no, that was a really cool thing. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm pretty sure you know you can easily explain Goldust wore his make makeup because he wanted them to know it was him. So, and uh, they get dragged off by security because they are not employed by WWE. Yeah, they uh, got subdued rather quickly. Uh, yeah, they got to cut a good couple shots in. Uh, at least it's leading to something that I think a lot of people want to see is the Rhodes tag team. Yeah, that would be really cool because the um, they have not tagged since uh, Cody's been in WWE ever. Um, they've they've had very few matches against each other. Uh, usually it's like at Royal Rumble or something like that. Yeah. So so that'll be kind of cool for us to see. Um, just writing on SmackDown, Dean Ambrose versus Dolph Zagalow for the title. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> did a little bit of recap. 
um, RVD comes out. He's he's out there. He's he's beat up mm-hmm. and he's not looking too great, but yeah. he's there. Bandages everywhere and uh, ribs taped up and yeah, but he's ready to compete. Yep, unfortunately not for long. He does get the crap kicked out of him again. Yeah, he's uh, the first eliminated. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, it, you know, it, it, as far as the the match goes, it makes sense. I mean, you know, it wasn't like he just came out and got his butt kicked and he was fresh. So I mean, yeah. Uh, it didn't bother me too much. So, uh, next up is Kofi Kingston, who's injured. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> does it see a trend here? Yeah. <clears throat> but um, again, he gets pretty much his ass kicked too, and he's eliminated too. Um, he puts up a little bit more of a fight than uh, Rob, though. I'll give him that. Yeah, he went about five minutes, and he would he did quite well. Um, eventually succumbing to Ambrose's uh, face buster. Yeah. Then we uh, bring in probably one of the biggest guys on the team, uh, or the biggest, is uh, Titus O'Neil. Yeah. And him and Roman uh, square off, because they're the two biggest guys on their teams. But it didn't last very long. No, not really. Um, yeah. Titus just did, he just couldn't get anything going, so. Well, this is where we started to get spear <laughs> after spear after spear. Yeah, yeah, Justin Gabriel comes in next, and he didn't even get to say hi. Yeah, he, uh, he ate a spear in about 19 seconds, and he was out. <laughs> yeah, Zack Ryder got to last longer than Gabriel. He actually got some offense in. Yeah, he got 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, but uh, right when he's going for the boot, the broski boot, uh, what, what was it? Was it? Oh, yeah, a spear, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who who would have thought? Um, now the guy that you know is not going to get eliminated this early, Daniel Bryan's in. Yeah. So. Yeah, this is where it really got good, and uh, yeah, in 50 seconds he took out Reigns big, and uh, this was actually Reigns's first uh, pinfall loss. Yeah, yeah, and he was not happy about it. No. Um, don't forget that the Usos did help. They they jumped on him with some uh, splashes, yeah. and that pretty much uh, knocked him out, which was. Pretty cool, because now you have the two smallest guys on the shield left, so. Yeah, so this point, it's like seven on two, and uh, or six on two, something like that. And Darren Young comes in to represent the other half of the uh, PTP. Mm-hmm. Um, not too bad. Rollins cuts him off, and Ambrose jumps in, and he tried. He tried, but, you know, it, it, they, they had to kind of make up for Reigns just getting eliminated, so there goes Darren Young. And he gets, uh, gets in the face to go down. Yep. So. Uh, next up is our good friend Dolph Ziggler, and it's pretty good little uh, action for a few minutes. Um, it's quick, um, but lo and behold, Ziggler actually catches him with the zigzag. Yeah, Ambrose is out. Yep. So kudos to him for finally like starting to build some momentum. He won last week, and gosh, who knows what who knows what the future could hold for this fresh young face. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so now it's four on one. Yeah, uh, and it's Rollins who is the smallest person in the shield. Um, it's pretty much Reigns, Ambrose, and Rollins is the the smaller guy. Um, yeah, and he's got Ziggler, Brian, Truth, and the Usos. Yeah, and he manages to get Truth out of there. Yeah, he knocks out Truth. Um, which is, you know, you know, not too hard, but at the same time, it does even up a little bit more. But yeah, you know. and and then things start to get interesting after this. Yeah, yeah. Um, everybody starts beating down on Rollins. Yeah, and yeah. Dan- it's pretty much like the Shield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Daniel Bryan has uh, everybody circle the ring, then just get in and start to pummel them. 
And uh, this led to the shield coming back down and helping out Rollins, but to no avail, you know. Um, um, the Usos were really on their game, yeah. Yeah, Ziggler and the Usos took out uh, Ambrose and Reigns again, leaving uh, Brian in the ring with uh, Rollins. And uh, the odd thing here is, you know, Ziggler and the Usos just kind of disappeared after this. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty much just Brian and uh, Rollins in the ring. Um, very good, huge diving headbutt. Yeah. Um, like, almost from across the ring. Um, then you get the yes chance and all that. Yeah. And, of course, I guess what is his new finisher? I guess his uh, new finisher is the running knee smash. Because mm-hmm. he's been doing it ever since SummerSlam. Um, and then who wins, but yep, Brian, he gets it good for the three. Um, so the, the, the real winners technically are Brian Ziegler and the Usos. So all, all four of those gentlemen, uh, get to claim the, uh, victory. And, uh, yeah, it was another like kind of, you know, face happy moment when they uh, signed off tonight. Mm -hmm. They were all celebrating and stuff and, uh, my man's didn't come out. There was no... You know, you know, you have to wonder if this was just part of Triple H's plan. He's like, let the Shield take a loss, <clears throat> so the faces think that they they are building momentum, and we'll screw one again. <laughs> Which is probably what's going to happen, but you know, uh, this show for me was kind of weird this week. Um, it was. It, it wasn't unenjoyable. It wasn't horrible. I mean, I didn't like hate anything. It just it had a very weird flow. I, I really enjoyed the Punk uh, promo and the. Uh, beat down afterwards because punk actually did fight back he didn't he just didn't get beat down mm-hmm. um the last match was entertaining um you know by you know no means was it you know something i didn't enjoy uh but yeah but by and large it just seemed like a very i don't know it's like the, the crowd was hot the crowd loved it the crowd were totally into it i guess it was just from a watching standpoint maybe i just was not into it this week or <clears throat> maybe i just wasn't in the right frame of mind, but I don't know. What did you think, Jan? It was an okay show. Uh, it did have some awkward segments, I agree, um, but I liked it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, like we, like we said, you know, they are kind of giving the fans a bone. I mean, they're not just doing, like, heels always win, ha, 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 you know? So, I mean, I can't complain about that. The fact that, you know, we are kind of seeing an evening play, an even playing field now with Brian getting some good wins and the bad guys getting some good wins, you know, it's... It's it's nice. Um, so right now, gosh, how long do we got till Battleground? Two weeks? Oh, uh, let's see. It's the twenty uh, fifth, twenty sixth for you here in the East. Uh, so we got three weeks. <laughs> well, yeah. um, no, we got. Uh, let's see here. One, two, three. Four, well, you know, two Sundays for now. Oh, yeah, October okay. sixth. Okay. So oh, it's October sixth. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. That was really close to Night of Champions. And then, like you said, we got... What's after that? I forgot. Uh, Hell in a Cell, which will be October 27th. Yeah, which is like... <laughs> two pay-per-views in one month, folks. Enjoy. Um, yeah, I don't know why they've been doing this the last few years, but the whole double pay-per-view in October thing has to end. It's it's just not enough time. I mean, I understand that they have that whole WrestleMania build where they don't have a pay-per-view for like six weeks. But it's WrestleMania. You're supposed to have that build. You don't have to make that up, you know? <laughs> well, like, you know, think back to when there wasn't a pay-per-view in February, you know? Yeah, I know, right? You had the whole uh, build-up from the Rumble. Yeah, well, I mean, not to, not to sound like an old man, but uh, 
way back in the old days when I was watching, like, in the late 80s, early 90s, um, before In Your House and all that got started, the only thing you had was Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. Yeah. The big like, four. The big four. Yep. And now Survivor Series, like, we won't even have one this year, I don't think, do we? Oh, yeah, it's in November. I do? Okay. Okay, November, okay. But sometimes they have it, sometimes they don't. In the last couple of years they've had it, though. Um, but it's not the same anymore. They usually have... Like one Survivor Series style match, and yeah, back in the old days, like the entire pay per view was that. It was all like four or five man teams against each other. Yeah, like I've got a VHS copy of like Survivor Series 1988, and back then you had five, uh, like they, it was only elimination matches, and it was quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, would, I mean, it was like you know you'd have like the Hulkamaniacs versus like the Million Dollar Corporation mm-hmm. or whatever, Million Dollar you know Dreams or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it was fun. But you know, anyway, we're getting off topic. <laughs> um, yeah, so Battleground is coming up soon. Uh, we're gonna try to do it again this time. I, I decided not to put up the uh, Natty Champions one because it cuts off at a really awkward point, and I just don't know if people will be like, you know, happy to be hearing us and then be like, eh, you know. Um, for anybody who's wondering, the the reason we uh, didn't put it up is the technical issue we had was our recording got cut off in the middle, so you would only hear like half of the uh, pay-per-view results, and it just didn't seem fair, you know, it was just one of those things you have to chalk up to technical difficulties, and it is what it is, so I didn't want to rob the uh, listeners of a complete show, so, but uh, we will try again for uh, Battleground, and hopefully uh, everything will be much more fluid, so. Um, but yeah, any, uh, thoughts right now as far as WWE or? Oh, just see how the rest of the week goes. Um, you know, I'll see if, uh, how SmackDown turns out this week. I've already seen the results, but you know, I tend to watch the show yeah. regardless of whether I see spoilers or not. Yeah. By the way, in case anybody doesn't know, and I'm, I'm sure most of you who are listening do know, but just, you know, if you ever want to know what happened on SmackDown, usually around 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at nine on Tuesday, you can find out cause they always take the show on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So it's very rare that they don't. Every once in a while, they'll have a live one, or in a very, very rare instance, they'll tape it on a Wednesday or a Thursday. But nine times out of ten, it's on a Tuesday. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, you'll have that, and I'm sure you'll probably try to get a hold of NXT this week. So, oh yeah, probably your favorite show, one of your favorite shows on WWE. So, well, I don't catch it as much, but yeah, it's one of the best shows they've got going right now. Yeah, so yeah, that's pretty cool stuff. Um, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything else. Like I said, big pay-per-view coming up in a couple weeks. That's uh, probably the most important thing to keep your eye out for. This will be number three. Well, not really number three. It'll be the third time Brian's going for the title, but this is two in a series of Brian versus Orton. So, Yeah, let's just see if his third reign lasts longer than two minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> see how that goes. But, uh, yeah, and, and except for that, I think we're pretty good this week. What do you think, man? Yeah, uh, good show. All right, cool, cool. Well, thank you again for listening to us on the uh, Can-Am Infection podcast. Just to let you folks know, I'm working on a Facebook page for us. Okay. So that way you'll be able to leave your comments and criticisms on our Facebook. Um, it's not quite done yet, um, but as soon as it is, I'll let you know so you can uh, post anything on there. I might get on Twitter, but I don't think I will. I'm not a big tweeter. Are you a big Twitter guy? No, I'm not even joined. I'm on Facebook. Yeah, I'm on Facebook. I, yeah, I have a Twitter, uh, but I, I I haven't been on it in years. I'm just I just don't I don't tweet. I'm I'm not a tweeter, twatter, whatever you want to call it. Uh, 
yeah, uh, if you want uh, any other information, just leave us uh, any comments on the uh, main Can-Am Affection page. I'm probably going to set up a uh, mailbox, too, in case you want to ask us any questions. Um, but yeah, this is, a, this is a very new podcast. This is a very uh, recent endeavor, so we're getting everything set up as we go along. But until then, thank you for listening as many times as you have. Uh, keep on listening. We do appreciate everybody who does tune in. And until next week, this is uh, Tony in America. And Yon in Canada. We'll see you next time on the Canon Infection. Bye-bye.